0: Thank you for joining the Move the Stairs podcast. I'm Diane Mulligan with my colleagues Mitch Jelniger
1: and Jordan Sherman. You may be wondering, what does Move the Stairs mean? It's our philosophy, how we look at every challenge as an opportunity.
0: When you move the stairs, you take the steps other people might not. Creating customer loyalty, nurturing great relationships with the media, and building a resilient CBD, hemp, and medical marijuana brand.
2: Over the next 20 minutes or so, We'll talk with the brightest minds, the savviest business leaders, and reporters in the CBD space.
1: You'll learn how brand protection PR can help your CBD, hemp, or medical marijuana business stand head and shoulders above your competitors.
0: And you'll be on your way to making the most of any challenge. That's what we call Move the Stairs. Let's get started. Welcome to the Move the Stairs, Episode 79. We're recording on Friday, March 31st, 2023 at this beautiful Broadmoor Hotel in Colorado Springs.
2: Yeah, we're glad you're here. We're attending the uh, ninth annual NOCO Hemp Expo this week. For nearly a decade, uh, NOCO has brought together all kinds of international business leaders, government leaders, agriculture, uh, academia, uh, nonprofits, media members, uh, and people from the general public. And the idea is to kind of collaborate and talk through some important initiatives and opportunities for the hemp industry over the next year or so.
1: Yeah, it's it's fun to be recording on one microphone, but um we are definitely getting comfortable with one another too. We're like, "Hey, I'm
0: just moving back here,
1: guys. Go right." right. But this year's event it's just so critical for industry stakeholders and thought leaders to you know get together um share their messaging you know unite their voices especially as we look ahead you know to the 2023 farm bill uh along with potential other federal federal regulations that may or may not be coming um, with congress a little bit later on this year especially when we're talking about hemp agriculture cbd other cannabinoids, synthetic-driven uh, or derived cannabinoids. It's going to be a, a pretty hot topic, I think, as we continue on through 2023.
0: Absolutely. So let's get started on what kind of the big things that came out of our listening room were. So, you know that one of the biggest challenges for every CBD or hemp company is building customer loyalty, and this is at a time when we are when there's so many companies that are in the production, and you you can choose from any of them. So how do you get you know, your customers to come back to you. And that's something that we talk to um, people about in our listening room.
2: Yeah, a lot of players, a lot of competition out there. So one of our guests at our listening room, where we're just getting an idea what what concerns them right now is the founder of AOC Beauty. If you're not familiar with AOC, it's E-O-S-S-I, by the way, pronounced AOC. It's a luxury vegan plant-based skincare products. Uh, it's U.S. source hemp. It's formulated and made right here in Colorado. So one of the key takeaways for me, when we talked to the folks at AOC, uh, what they shared with us is they not only focus on engaging with the public, their customers or potential customers, but also they were engaging with other people in the industry. Yes, they're all competing, but I read the pretend like the other ones aren't there. They were trying to engage with one another and that helped them learn and, uh, you know, move forward their own ideas as well.
0: Yeah, that was great. We also talked a lot about influencers and, when we were talking to AOC, um, Shannon, who's the founder, actually has a number of companies. And so she looks for influencers that speak to those specific target audiences for each company. But we also heard from a lot of our other um, people, a lot of the other people that we talked to about, you know, micro influencers came up time and time again. Mm -hmm. How do you get the most bang for your buck and where are you gonna make um, that impact with your audience? Very few of them were using big celebrities. Yeah, that was know? interesting. Yeah. yeah, most of them were using those micro influencers, and and it's not so hard to find them, especially if you use hashtags. Right, Jordan. I mean, that's how we find them when we're when we're looking for them.
1: Yeah, and I think too, you know, playing in that space of influencers and you know getting people who are authentic and representing your brand, you know, you can cut somebody a check, you know, a blank check essentially. That could be a major A-list Hollywood celebrity. Um, but will it really resonate with, you know, your target audience and people who are looking and maybe buying from you your product or your service because um, you know, they may not be that kind of authentic voice that you're looking for to represent. Or say your authenticity. Yeah. yeah. Like, do I really believe the Jay-Z is gonna, you know, whatever right, whoever it right. is? Right. 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 Yeah.
2: right. Yeah. Exactly.
0: And you and if you spend all your money on one influencer mm-hmm. who may have, you know. Hundreds of of thousands of followers, but are they the people who are really going to go out and buy your product? And as you're building your brand, um, it's really important that you speak to those people. So I I thought that was great.
1: Yeah. You know, and what's interesting too, when you're playing in the influencer space, it kind of takes the pressure off of you for social media a little bit. Um, And that just from the people that we've talked to, it's still a huge pain point in the industry. Right. Um, you have you've seen Google recently relax restrictions, Twitter relax restrictions when it comes to advertising um, CBD products. But you still have issues when you're posting organic content too. Um, and organic getting an organic following is difficult enough. Um, right. <laughs> but also having to be really, really careful about what you're posting, whether it's, you know, something is benign as education or something that may uh, approach that line that you don't want to cross in terms of promotion. And, you know, what we found was a lot of these companies are still having a really difficult time trying to carve out the time to do it, to make it worth their while. And at this point, it's like, you know, if it's going to come down to posting something on Facebook where, A, it may get flagged, um, B, it may not get a lot of engagement, or doing your day-to-day operations and fulfilling orders, I mean, you're going to go fulfill orders. Right every single time so i thought that was fascinating yeah
2: Yeah, how many times have we talked to a company we say hey so what do you do in terms of social and you kind of look at it sheepishly and say (laughs) well i know i need to do more but i'm so busy with the day-to-day and this is where maybe an authentic influencer like this could be of service to you to help you out
1: and by the way i mean i don't know if any consumers watch our videos or podcasts but these people bust their backside i was amazed you know at uh, the number of companies we talked to yesterday, and we ask them, "How many employees do you have?" Three, four, five, right, <laughs> a dozen, and yeah. we just look at each other. Right. Like, how do you do so much with so few people? Okay, but wait a minute,
0: how many employees do I have? Um, hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it is possible. You're right.
0: We bust our butts as right, entrepreneurs. Right. Yeah.
1: But it's fascinating, and they really, they really do knock it out of the park. They do yeah. absolutely. Yeah. They absolutely. Work hard. Well, you know, we are all former journalists at MNC Communications. You know this by now. Um, we go out of our way to help prepare our clients uh, to take advantage of every media opportunity that presents itself, and we help position them in, as uh, industry leaders. We call that insider media relations. And that was a hot topic yesterday, Mitch. It
2: was, because we asked uh, all the folks that sat down with us in our listening room, said, look, how many of you, do you have a relationship with a reporter, a journalist of, from whatever platform? That when something big arises, they would turn to you first. And almost everyone I'm, all oh, except one. One. Except one said, Oh yeah, I don't. Again, I'm busy with my day-to-day. I don't want to deal with the media. Well, if something does come up, do you want your competitor to be featured? Right. Or do you would you like to be the one they turn to as the thought leader? Right.
0: And I will say that was Franny from Franny's Pharmacy. And She's really got she's on her it. business dialed yeah, in yeah, yeah. in an amazing way. Every time we asked her a question, we're like, yes, that's exactly <laughs> that it. That would be oh our answer. God, yes. so great. Uh, so that was very cool. The other thing we talked to them about were holding statements. So if you have a problem or a crisis, and I did find it very interesting, is that I would throw out or you guys would throw out, have you thought about this potential thing that could happen with mm-hmm. your company? and the looks on their faces like, because who oh. wants to think about that stuff right but right if you do think about it and this is what we talked about and you have a holding statement so remember a holding statement is about three lines that says we acknowledge that such and such happened mm-hmm. um there's always a, a bit of compassion in the statement too especially if somebody was hurt that we right. you know sure sure we are really sorry for Um, the pain that has been caused by whatever it was Mm -hmm. um, and that we are on this, we were working it, we are researching it and we're going to be back to you probably in about an hour with some kind of an update. Mm -hmm. But if you go to Twitter, that is where all of our updates will be. So if you want more information, we want you to go to Twitter because, and why why do we say that? Because that's where the journalists are.
2: That's where the reporters are watching. And
0: so if you do that, then you're kind of telling people Yes, we acknowledge there was a problem. You are not taking any responsibility yet because we don't maybe not even know what's going on. is. Still under investigation. Is. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, right. But it's under investigation. But um, we know. Yes, we know about it. We're not saying no comment. We're not ignoring it. Mm-hmm. We're actually working really hard on it, and that gives a lot of calm to a lot of people when they know, especially if you've already done some really great PR and you filled that trust mm-hmm. bucket, when they're they're like, okay. This, there may be a problem that happened, and let's be honest, every business is going to have a problem. Right. There's not any business that's not going to have a problem at some point. So, But these people are on it, and I know them, and I trust them. So right. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and give them a little bit of time. Because we know in the Twitterverse or anywhere on social media, mm-hmm. all that work that you've done on reputation, Yeah can be absolutely destroyed in three minutes. Yep, yep, That's it, three minutes is all it takes if you're not ready to move. And so if you have a statement that's ready to go where you can just insert the right words, mm-hmm. then you've got something out there and everybody says, okay, they're working this. And that gives that sense of calm mm-hmm. and it really engenders that trust that they're doing something. And
2: it's easier for you, right. too, because in the heat of the moment, like, oh, my gosh, what about it? What do we do? What do we do? Oh, exactly. my gosh. You know, somebody got hurt or something right. happened. Exactly. If you're doing it today before it happens, right. you can thoughtfully, like, hey, let's make sure to mention right. that we do this, this and this. Right. Let's make sure to mention our safety record, whatever. It is. And then when you have that little right. template, like you said, then you can plug in the different words, depending on the situation, right. you're ready to go. But you're creating it when things are calm, right. and things are going well, and you're basically telling your, your customers and your audience, we understand, we're on it, and they'll they'll trust you, and they'll know that well, you're you're there for
0: them. I also thought it was interesting that um, when it came to packaging, everybody's really proud of the packaging and the safety measures that have been put into the right. packaging. Yeah. And I wanted to, I was thinking, is that story somewhere? So that you can pull that story immediately and say, Did you know we do this? This is what Mm -hmm. we we have thought about this. Now, out of our control, something may have happened over here. Mm -hmm. But this is how much we thought about this. This is how much of a priority we put on this. Again, that kind of takes some of the sting out of it. It may still feel really bad to you, but it's not going to be nearly as serious from the perspective of the consumer or from the perspective of the journalist, if they know that you've already put things in place and you've told them about.
2: Them. Yeah. It just causes you to stop and think about the procedures you already have in place. Cause you may think of it like, Oh, that's my day-to-day business. That's, that's, uh, that's vanilla. No, actually it could be very important right how you proceed how you put your packaging together right. the pride you take in doing it the right way mm-hmm. um it may seem like old hat to you
1: but that's important to share those
0: are huge stories to put on your website and right. have available
1: yeah. Yeah. an idea i was just going to say you know uh, diane you mentioned the trust bucket earlier and you know if i'm watching this i'm like well how do i fill the trust bucket right, right? like how do i tell my story and that was you know kind of the uh overwhelming theme from yesterday too was you had all these incredible stories from these incredible companies. You want to talk about um, resilient brands who survived, you know, the COVID shutdown, who survived the hemp um, uh, crash of you know uh, 2019 into 2020. The prices, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, they're still here. I mean, these are the people who right. are um, working to fill day to day orders, um, and they may not have time to tell their story. Or let's be real um you know we're all former media so we know how that you know we know how to tell stories and we know how these reporters think and how they want to be approached about a story and a company may get discouraged they may have a really cool story but if it's not presented the right way um that email could be missed um which would be a missed opportunity and that might discourage you right
0: yes and i also think time is always such a huge such a, a huge issue Right. For people that listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so writing the story mm-hmm. where we might be able to write it in less than an hour and get right. out that first draft right. for lots of people, that's, that's like a whole morning. It's or, not the comfort zone. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So I think that that's another situation, too, where it's like, oh, I just don't have time. You may not have time. Uh, But it's so important that you have that. And I promise you, you will sleep better at night Mm -hmm. by doing these things, right?
2: Well, and even putting it down on paper, you all of a sudden start realizing, oh, it's
0: like,
1: yes, we do this, this. this. I'm very
2: proud that I did this and that. And it just causes you, it's like journaling in some sense. Uh, You get your
1: story down on paper and then you can kind of craft it and Mm -hmm. and share it with people. We've heard time and again from guests on this podcast who are reporters in the cannabis space where, um, you know, they, they want to have a cool story offered to them. But what I would say to our listeners of the podcast is if you had a competitor that's on, you know, with a really neat story, don't be bashful or, you know, don't be, um, you know, gun shy to offer your story to media because, um, the reality is, is consumers. They'll read that story and then a week later, like they're ready for the next thing. Right. right. So <laughs> maybe that next thing is your story to Absolutely. tell. But
2: to your point, if you see a, a story done on your competitor mm-hmm. and you you could, it, it's nothing wrong with writing that journalist right. or call them, say, hey, I saw your story on XYZ. I just want to let you know at my company we also thought 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 you might be interested. The reporter be like hallelujah I need a story ID yeah, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> you just you just gave legs to this story. It's a very it's an interesting topic whatever it may be. So they're so like oh he already did the story on the other company. I guess I'm out. No, not necessarily.
0: No, they have to have new stories every Every day, day. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay, so um let's look ahead to the next episode on Move the Stairs. We're going to ch- we're going to chat. I'm very excited about this with a reporter um, who is talking um she writes for terpenes and testing magazine she mm-hmm. works for my cannabis so she's going to give her views Lots just like we were talking about yeah. on you know how to pitch her and what she's looking for and remember that's always a big deal um for that for the reporters is to come up with great ideas and you have those stories
2: yeah you have the stories out there yep. well uh, also it, it under one of our pillars in the CBD the business owners, hemp owners, are constantly on the lookout for ways to strengthen, right, their business, and uh, you know whether the threats to their reputation, the threats to the industry out there, uh, and so we keep we help clients find that opportunity, and even if it's a challenge, turn it into an opportunity, right. uh, and secure their reputation, prepare for the unexpected. So we call all that building a resilient CBD or hemp
0: brand. Right, and one of the things we asked our guests at Noco was. What industry challenge was most likely to impact your business in the next three to six months? And remember, we always look at that time frame for you to be prepared mm-hmm. for what's coming down. We asked about inflation and interest rates. We asked about shipping costs and packaging costs. And we also asked about players outside of the cannabis industry and the farm bill. What was interesting to me is that all of them, it was. An all, they said yes to all above, of them. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> was, But Mitch, um, The players outside of the cannabis industry, we had some people who talked about that, and that was a very interesting conversation. Yeah, and by
2: that, we basically meant, you know, a lot of these people put their blood, sweat, and tears in this. They've been in it since the beginning, and as we know, it's an industry that, you know, potentially has an area where you can make some money, so there are some players that will dive in, try to make a quick buck, and get out all them are reason as we just said to talk talk about your story and why you're here so uh we heard from several people that said yep you know what the number one concern for me is the bad actors yeah. the ones that are maybe not using the best ingredients maybe not really being completely uh, authentic about how they're going about putting their product together and they're just here to make a buck and they're going to get out by golly we're here uh for the long haul when we talked to Franny, uh, Franny's pharmacy she had she said we're very mission driven and the way she put it is i'm not out to grow fast she could because she's really got her act together and she has a wonderful product but she says i want to keep growing like a plant mm-hmm. just take my time and make it be stronger and stronger and put and stronger. those roots down put no put matter
0: what. So, yeah. so no matter what comes and hits me um i have those strong roots i might even get knocked down but i'm yeah. going to be able to get back up because right. those roots are there
1: yeah well it's interesting too and this snowballs nicely into another um pain point a lot of these companies had was regulation yeah. i mean one um uh, one person we talked to yesterday, uh, he said, listen, I'm a libertarian and I want regulation. Yeah. And, you know, that really stuck with me because yeah. it just it exemplifies how badly this industry wants the federal government to do something. Yes. Any anything. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> Give you us guidelines
0: down so everybody gets to play from the same right. rules and they know what game they're playing.
1: Exactly. And, you know, unfortunately for them, um, you know, the, the people who are here at this conference, Mitch, to your point, you know they've been here since the beginning, or they've invested blood, sweat, and tears into this industry, and they are the real, authentic players. You know these are the people who are spending the money um, to showcase, you know how um, how their product goes from you know seed to plant. Um, they're showing how they're cleanly extracting cannabinoids. They're, they're showcasing, you know, everything. Um, you know, you can look through the window and see their entire process. Um, and for them that costs a lot of money
0: absolutely and they can
1: get undercut by these other businesses that aren't doing things the right way or maybe getting shut down by the fda and then coming back under a new name you know essentially operating under the same company again if we had
2: tighter or we had regulation guidelines right. you would get rid of some of those bags.
0: well items. how about we talk to one food company they employ veterans they give back to the community mm-hmm. they are they're they they're, they're Ready to move because they've they've grown so much. They could like,
2: expand if they wanted to. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But they're not going to expand because they don't know the next the next shoe is to drop as far right. as regulations. That hurt my heart. Yes. Right? So- you know, because mm-hmm. here they are. They're doing everything right. They were talking about the purity of their ingredients, wow. the pride that came from these people about how hard they were working to give the very best product that they could give, and not only that, now they're now nationwide, and mm-hmm. and but. They're they're tapped out as far as they're making as much as they can possibly make. Right. They're selling all of it, yeah. but is it worth two to four million dollars to expand when you don't know if what the future holds? Yes, you don't know if there's going to be a new state regulation.
2: So the lack of regulation is causing stifling exactly. our business growth. Exactly, because when we asked that same person, "What's the key to your business?" and you know we were well, we said something like ingredient, right. and and they were in a food company. He said the key ingredient for me is reputation. That's right. Yeah. So he says, I've got that. I'm to right. maintain that. But I'm a little too scared to go out on the limb because I don't know what's going on with the sure. government. What
0: exactly. are they going to do? Exactly. Yeah. So as you can see, we just had a fabulous time talking to all the wonderful people we talked to. We're going back out again today. Um, Mitch is going to put together a white paper. I'm pretty excited about that, that you'll be able to see on our website in probably about two weeks. And you yeah. may see some press on that because we're going to put out a, a press, press release, release on it. Um, so that's really fun. And, you know, coming here to NOCO has just been They welcomed us with open arms, which is so kind. We've talked to so many Mm -hmm. people in so many parts of the industry, which was really really fun, and uh, I can't wait for us to come back again next year.
2: It is it is going to be fun because we had talked to people there in the construction area of him, and cosmetics and foods and supplements. Um, uh, but they all kind of work together uh, to try to move this industry forward. So it's it's neat they, to see their camaraderie, even yeah. though they're competing.
0: I yeah. don't know, guys. I would say they are moving the stairs. I would yeah, There you go. There you go. There
2: you go. <laughs> good, good reference. That's
0: right. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. We hope we gave you kind of an inside look at what the top topics were. Do You like that? Top Topics. Top Topics. (laughs) Say that fast. That's right. At NOCO. And uh, and we're really interested to see where this all goes. And I promise you, we'll keep you abreast as we go along. All
1: right. right. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time.
0: Thank you again for listening to the Move the Stairs podcast. You may be wondering where the phrase Move the Stairs comes from. It's my life's mantra and MNC's commitment to our clients. It's a nod to a defining moment in my television news career. You know, in news, you have to be first with the story, no excuses. And one night I had to get the first TV news interview with a senatorial candidate after he accepted the nomination on stage. I noticed the stairs leading off the stage were taking the candidate directly to my competitors, but what could I do? So I looked around and I noticed the stairs were on wheels. I walked over and bolted the stairs and moved them so the candidate walked off the stage right to my team first. At MNC Communications, our years in the media taught us there's always a way to move the stairs to make the best possible outcome happen for our clients.